Welcome back to the Let's Think Show with Shepard, your host. Hey, that's me, Shepard, the voluntarist. Uh, today, we're not talking about voluntarism so much. Uh, well, you know what? Kind of we are, aren't we? We're talking about a voluntary relationship between a, a boss or an owner or manager and employees. And today we're focusing on how, if you choose to be the employee, how you can be really good at it and always have your job as long as you want it and get promoted and be in great demand. And if for some reason you would choose to change jobs, move up, move sideways, move down, whatever you choose, that you would have an advantage, that you would be such a valuable, such a valuable employee that you would be able to go anywhere, do anything, rise to the top, whatever, whatever your cup of tea happens to be. And it really is up to you, isn't it? It's up to you what you want to do. And I, and I made the comment just now. I said, well, we're moving down. Well, is it really down? I've known people that have had management positions and they've decided, you know, I don't really like the headaches of this, the long hours, the getting called when I'm supposed to be off duty. I just don't want to think. I just want to go to work, do my thing, do it really well, go home at the end of the day and forget that it exists. And that is certainly a choice. That That's not the kind of thing that we're talking about today, though. Today, we're talking about being excellent as an employee and trying to move up and do a great job and be the best you can be and be appreciated and, and all that kind of stuff. Now, what is being an employee? We've already talked a little bit about this, but let's look at this voluntary relationship. That's what it is, right? It's a relationship between you and someone who needs something done. And they have to be able to make money with you being there with them or they wouldn't hire you. And, and here's how the basic economics go. If somebody says it's going to cost me $10 to have this human resource, it's going to cost another $10 in oh, I don't know, materials and supplies, then that person has invested $10 for you, $10 for materials and supplies. So now they have $20 invested. And assuming that there were none of the other hundreds of things to think about it, we're just going to keep it simple. If it was only that $20 investment, they would need to make at least $20 and one penny to make it worth having you there and having that other resource there. And, and that's basically what a business is. It's bringing together raw supplies and people and, and forming relationships and having people manipulate things, uh, whether it's a piece of wood and, and people manipulate it into a chair or whatever it is, it's bringing together all of these pieces and forming something wonderful out of that. You kind of think about it as a in an orchestra. This is the conductor, right? That this is the business owner. The the entrepreneur is a, a conductor. They're bringing together all the parts and pieces, and you are one of those parts. You're one of those pieces. And if you are not working out, then there's no reason for them to have you there. And, and if it's not working out for you to be part of this orchestra, then you shouldn't be there. As we think about how much 
a person should be paid for a job. This is something that, that frequently comes up is, is a lot of employees feel that they should be getting paid more. And a lot of employers think that maybe they're paying too much. Well, how do we figure all this out? Here's the great news. That's what a marketplace does. That's what the free marketplace does is you as the employee, if you think you deserve $15 an hour, but the employer's done the math and they say, you know, I, I don't want to just make a penny a day on this person. I need to make 50 bucks a day per person that works for me, or it's not worth hiring them and training them and investing in the equipment for them to use and the materials. If they need to make 50 bucks a day uh, on each employee and there are 10 employees, that lets them make $500 a day. And maybe that's what they've decided they need. And so they're willing to pay you eight bucks an hour to do that. And you say, no, I deserve 15 an hour or $500 an hour. Well, the math is simple. If it doesn't work for them, then they're not going to offer to pay you that much. They'll offer to pay you as much as they think that they can uh, still make a profit. And then you're going to do the same thing. You're not going to work for them for less than it's worth it to you. If they're offering you two bucks an hour, you're going to refuse. And they are going to pay you just as much as they need to and and probably no more. Now, some bosses are different. And I'm actually uh, fortunate enough to be in a position that I am able to pay the people that work with me a lot more than minimum wage. That is because they are excellent. That is because they don't call in sick. They're always honest. If they, if we ask somebody, Hey, will you come in and work a shift tomorrow? They don't say, yeah, I think I can do that. Well, no, they say yes or no. And they're very clear. They're very professional. They don't, they don't hem and haw around. They show up. They do a great job. They're early. They're the best in the world at what it is they do. And so they get paid really well. To me, they're worth more. Now, listen to this clip of somebody who thinks they're worth 15 bucks an hour. Eh, what do you think? Are they? This is Tom Woods. I saw a Facebook meme with a young woman holding a, a megaphone outside of McDonald's. And the quotation beneath her reads as follows. I've worked at McDonald's for eight years and never gotten a raise. That's why I fight for 15. All right. Now, let's, we're going to take that apart. <laughs> Here is my translation of that. You ready? I've worked at an entry-level job for eight years and haven't gotten a raise. Also, during that eight years, I haven't been able to find a single solitary employer willing to pay me one dime more. So you'd think I'd at least appreciate the one place on earth willing to employ me. But instead, I'm shouting through this bullhorn. Well, that kind of sounds harsh, doesn't it? But, you know, I, I think Tom is, is correct in his thinking there. And there's nothing wrong with an entry-level job. Now, I've worked a number of them, especially in my teenage years. Uh, I've worked for Burger King for a while, I think for about a month. Worked at Dollywood making cotton candy. I, I've worked it as a dishwasher at a restaurant, as a bus boy, spent time working as a janitor. There's nothing wrong with anything you go out and do, as long as you're not working for the government, as long as you're in the free market and you're out actually providing good, hard work doing something. Nothing at all to be embarrassed about if you're a floor sweeper or a, a burger maker, if that's what you want. But 
just know that if all you're doing is sweeping a floor, that is a very low level. That's an entry level job. And don't expect to get paid more than the bare minimum for doing that. You're not worth it. I'm sorry. It's harsh, but you're not. If you want to be worth more, then do the things that, that we're talking about in this episode. Go out, learn the other aspects of the job. Let's, let's think about this gal from McDonald's. You know, what if she had, instead of being there for eight years and never advancing herself, what if she had instead learned how to do simple repairs on the soda machine and watched a lot of videos on that and, and taken a part-time job doing appliance repair uh, and grown out of the job? I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to go and work doing something you don't like that's menial for your whole life. There are some jobs that are just meant to be yeah, for a little while until you can develop yourself to do something better. And again, nothing wrong with that person washing dishes. Just don't keep doing it for years and years and years. I don't think. Is that what you want to do? Aren't you better than that? And I'm not saying, aren't you smarter than that? You, you might have made that conscious decision. But if you're of, you know, the top 90 percent, and I mean 90 percent of humanity, if you fall within that group, that you are the smartest 90 percent, I'm not saying the top 10 percent, the smartest 90 percent, you can definitely do more than washing dishes or, or making French fries or or that kind of thing. You can do much more worthwhile, complicated work if you choose to. And in case you think I might be hurting somebody's feelings who's listening to this right now, I'm not. They are not still listening. They have turned the radio off. They're not listening to this podcast. Uh, they're out doing something useless with their time. You are the kind of person, if you're still listening to this, you care. You want to do better. You don't want to work a menial job. You want to make more. You want to be valuable. That's what that's what we should all strive to do. I sure didn't. Oh, I was a horrible employee. Back in the day, I look back and I just grimace at some of the attitudes I've had, the 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 things I've said to bosses, just displaying my laziness, my lack of caring, my disinterest in putting forward that extra effort to get ahead. Uh, oh, it's so embarrassing. However, I've learned from it, and I'm I'm not. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of embarrassed, but it, it's not a huge deal. That's that's what we do is we mess up, and then we look at what we did to mess up, and we don't do that anymore. More. We learn from it. We grow. And I hope that that by kind of paying attention to some of the things I've said and picking the best 90% of them and incorporating them into your life, you won't reinvent the wheel. You won't make all of the silly mistakes uh, that I've made over the years and had to, to learn from the hard way. Hopefully you'll take as many of these as possible to heart. And for those of you listening that ha that think, hey, you know what, uh, Shepard, you didn't mention such and such. Uh, that would be a great thing to, to give advice. Hey, please, please give me a call. Oh, let me know what that is. I would love to add that to the show notes. Uh, we'll, you know, or maybe even we'll chat about it in a future uh, show. Please give me a call. I want as much feedback as possible so that this can be a, 
an ongoing resource to people who want to do better. 406-646-6121. That is our show hotline, and it's available 24-7. Even if we're not live, ready to chat with you, please leave a message. Leave your first name uh, so that we can share it with other people. Your knowledge is important. Thank you for joining the Let's Think show today. Let's Think show.com. Please come back and see us next Saturday night and do stay tuned now for the next show, Administrative Static. I've sung this song, but I'll sing it again Of the people I've met and the places I've been Some of the troubles that bothered my mind And a lot of good people that I've left behind Singing so long